0: Purilator Oil Filter, 1899. Valid in store only. This is 790 the Ticket. W-A-X-Y-A-M South Miami. And WSFSFM H D2 Miramar. With Dan and Stu weekday mornings beginning at 9. Check out the new ticket website. Get podcasts. Read about the shows. The ticketmiami.com. What is up, South Florida? How you doing? The Beast Brian London in on a. Saturday, where it's freaking hot out. I mean, what else should we expect? It's it's freaking summer, July. What the hell else do you want? You know, uh, this show's going to be interesting because I have, on one hand, a lot to get to, and two, on the other hand, none of it's really that important. And on the other hand... Uh, So I guess I have three hands, which would make me interesting. On the third hand is the fact that we are in a very slow time in sports. I mean, on the TV in front of me, I'm watching the three-on-three league with Michael Rappaport uh, doing interviews. That's how slow we are in sports. What's up, Antoine? Your sexy hair. Trevor's uh, behind the glass. He's going to leave us and go home to his family. Antoine comes in with the sexy hair, and uh, he'll be with us throughout the uh, rest of the show. It's a couple of things I want to get to, but let me make this clear because I know Canes fans are lurking out there, and you know I love the Canes fam. You know I'm always about the U, the orange and green. I'm I could talk about the Canes 24 seven, three sixty five. But I'm going to tell you this, listen, the ACC kickoff was the past few days, we saw some Mark Rick, we saw some Shaq Quarterman, God I have a man crush on him. Dude is like 19 and built, just like chiseled, just amazing, and he's going to knock heads. God is he going to knock heads. We saw Mark Walton, guys look dapper up there, Kane's not a dress. I'm not. I'm not ready to dive in yet, man. L- like, let me have my summer. Can we do that? Like, as it relates to the Dolphins and the Canes, and uh, I mean, whatever you got on football, can we? Can we like take the month of July off from that? Like, I really don't want to do Kane's hot takes right now. Like, I sat in with Romberg yesterday, which I'll get to in a second, and we started getting into Kane's hot takes, and I was like, No, no, it's it's July. It's fi- July fifteenth. Like let me enjoy my summer. Let me enjoy the dead period where I can, you know, talk about what do we think is going to happen in Game of Thrones season seven starting tomorrow night, or the sweet concert I went to at Hard Rock Live last night where Frampton, Peter freaking Frampton, at sixty-seven years old. I know, it's dating. It's it's old. It's stodgy, but when it comes to musicianship, age, uh, I don't look at age. And this dude came out there and freaking wailed on the guitar in a way that uh, I'd put him in the top five guitars I've ever seen live and I'm willing to have a conversation about that list maybe guitar John will uh join in somewhere and we can we can argue that um if you don't like going to concerts and you don't like real music get, like get out of my life please Steve Miller was also really good for a 74 year old can still sing, still has pipes, played all the hits, everything you want to see from a classic rock show, like gets it, knows it, understands it, does it, good, nice show last night, so we got that, a couple things I do want to play, I mean, because it's almost like I can't, right, I can't get out of this. Mayweather, McGregor, the sideshow continues. Last presser was yesterday. Don't we think four press conferences was a little too much for the fight that's, you know, coming up in uh, more than a month? I mean, I understand they do, they got to get pub, but, and I would say that it's helped. Like, people were like, why? Well, I, I don't understand. What do they do? They, they don't have to sell tickets. They're not trying to sell tickets. They're trying to sell pay-per-views. Don't you understand that's how they make their money? But, by the way, I think it's pays per view. Or is it pay-per-views? Huh? Have trouble with that one? Antoine, look that up. Don't really look it up. I'm just kidding. Psych. We used to we used to do that back in the 80s. Hey, do this, psych. It's because I was a nerd. Don't comment. I was a nerd. Listen, don't give me those eyes and look at me and shame me because I was a nerd. Still am. Um. So I've got a lot to get to. I mean, at some point, I guess I will entertain hot takes on a few things. I was on vacation during the free agency period for basketball. And I would, you know, your hot takes on how the Heat did, where you think the Heat are going. Lately, we've been interviewing a bunch of interns for the fall semester. And just for bleeps and giggles, I'm always like, Hey man, what do you think of the offseason? Because I, I like to, I like to hit them mostly with radio questions, but every now and then I hit them with a couple sports questions, just to, just to make sure. Because every every once in a while you get an intern, and, and I'll be like, hey, what's your favorite South Florida team? And you'll be like, and they'll be like, uh, the Dolphins. And then I'll be like, and you see that unsure look on their face, and and I'll be like, who's the starting quarterback? Thinking like I'm going to get laughed at, and then someone will respond with, um, that guy. And then I'm like, okay, uh, it's nice meeting you. Uh, we'll uh, we'll be in touch. Never. Trevor and I were just talking about this, about because for his other job, he he does some interviewing for this for this place. I do interviewing. I'm in charge of. I'll, first of all, I have to. In a second, I have to explain to you my role at the station because people believe that some for some reason that like I run Entercom and I, I don't. As much as I would love to, and I kiss up enough to, I I don't. So all of the things I get blamed for, usually not my fault, but I'll get to that in a moment. But Trevor and I had this conversation. Like, if you're showing up, here, here's a couple of tips. Whether you're showing up to be an intern, a janitor, a full-time position at a place, whatever, one, dress appropriately. Like, if you're the dude that shows up to a job interview in, like, jeans and a t-shirt, like, get out of here. I don't care if you own one pair of slacks and one collared shirt. Wear it. Look decent. Now, granted, what like if you're working in radio, the attire for the day is what I wear. T-shirt, shorts, some New Balance shoes. You don't have to wear New Balance. You can wear, you know, triple B's if you want. You know, it's, it's, it's chillax. The kid's still using the word chillax? I don't know. Antoine says no. Um but yeah, the attire for radio is not it's it, like we don't have to get dressed up, although the suits do. I mean, I'm I, I'm technically not really a suit because I don't wear a suit. But the big bosses wear suits, the salespeople wear suits, they go out and do client presentations and all that stuff. But those of us that just work in the building all day, like we dress down. But if you're going on an interview, I mean dress somewhat nicely, okay? Two. If on your resume and you're applying for like a radio job, like the best thing you can show me that you've done is fold a shirt at the gap, not that there's anything wrong with that. And you have no schooling or experience in the business, yeah, you're probably not getting the gig. Right? Like it I'm just saying. Like if the highlight of your work career is being able to use that special shirt folding board at the Gap, which I need to get one for the house, because it would make life so, so much easier. Not that I do the laundry, but it would make li- it would make life for my wife so much easier. Did I say that? I think I did. Um, like, be somewhat qualified for the job you want, please. Don't waste our time. Also, shower important. Just saying, like, hygiene, you don't want to be lacking on that. You'd be surprised. Antoine's looking at me like, dude, you'd be surprised. Unfortunately, like, you know, for the intern position, you have to be in college, you have to be getting credits. A lot of these college, like, there's a, there's going to be a college kid that's going to show up. He just got out of the frat party, like, three hours ago and hasn't showered and is, is a mess. Like, get it together, dude. All right, before I get to any of the sports... Stuff or any of the topics, I really do want to talk about some Game of Thrones stuff. Spoiler alert: If you don't watch Game Game of, Games of Thrones, Game of Thrones can't speak. Why in bois, Captain? If you don't watch Game of Thrones, I'm sorry. It is the best show on television, and there's no argument in my mind. It gets a little crazy, like you know, the, like the dragon stuff is a little much for me. But still, just if you love violence, sex, conspiracy, backstabbing, death, family uh shenanigans, incest. I mean if you love all that, what's not to like? I would start binge watching now if you've never watched Game of Thrones because the new season starts tomorrow in any event I need to explain you know what I'll go on a spiel after the break because I don't wanna I don't want to go way over. But I need to I need to address this, the Levitar Local Hour, what has happened the last week, and how I found myself and Romberg hosting from nine to ten yesterday. I explain it all after this on the ticket. Yo, check out the ticket on Facebook. Like us. At Seven Night of the Ticket, we've got breaking news, behind the scenes videos, pictures, articles, and sometimes even our hot takes on things. Like us, Seven Night of the Ticket on Facebook, trying to build up that crew. Speaking of which, it's a good jam right here. What's this? This might be my new Walking Down the Hall song. I don't know. What do we got? What is this? It's a it's a musical instrumental. Oh my God! Someone broke those headphones. You gotta be crapping me. All right, let me explain what just happened here. God, my employees suck. I just except for Antoine. Okay, here's a deal. Here's what just happened. You know what? Forget about the music. Turn the music down. I I'm about to I'm gonna I'm gonna rant now. All right. So here's the deal. In the control room. We used to have nice, like, all around here, we used to have, like, good headphones for everybody. But people couldn't, like, handle their business and kept breaking them or stealing them. And uh, I think there's a pair in here also. Uh, so what ended up happening is the engineering staff, and I don't blame them, got pissed off that their equipment kept get- getting broken. So they left a pair of, I kid you not, 1970s, industrial like air traffic controller headphones in the control room as a last-ditch resort like this is what you guys get and they're bulky but the thing about them is they're rugged like they couldn't be broken perfect for the idiots that work on the other side of the glass antoine not included and antoine went to just go put on his headphones to talk to me about the music and uh the the headphones are broken. And I feel like slapping somebody. I I'm Antoine, there's gonna be an angry email that comes from me. I mean I get I get razzed around here. Jesus, that's a dated term. It's like from eighty seven. I get razzed. Dude, I'm gonna raz you. Uh, I get razzed around here for being a suit, for being a suck-up, for my email situation, for my reply, all all that stuff. But when it comes down to it, like, I, my my duties are this, okay? My title is program coordinator, which is a fancy way of saying, hey, uh, you're kind of like the assistant program director, but if we gave you that title, we'd have to pay you more money, so instead, we're going to make you program coordinator to make you feel kind of important, but still not make money. Um, but we're going to give you a ton of responsibilities, which is fine. It's just fine. I, I'm I'm happy. I'm really happy here. This place is great to work for. And I'm not just saying that. Like, in, in the office, like, Antoine's now been working during the days a little bit, has gotten to know this office, gotten to know the people around here. Like, this is a good place to work, like, a good bunch of people. We have fun. We, like, you know, go scare each other and pull pranks and do all that stuff. It's a fun place to work, okay? And I'm just happy to be here. Whereas the other place I used to work uh, a long time ago was, like, literally working inside of a tumor. That's neither here nor there. It's going to be interesting when we all become one happy family, and they're going to have to adapt their uh, shenanigans to us. That should be fun. Can't wait for that. So, but my job as program coordinator, first and foremost, obviously, is to assist Len Weiner, our program director. He's the boss of the ticket. Above him is Doug Abernathy, who's the boss of the ticket, the shark, the beach, and light. Um, This comes in the Coral Springs Automata text line. B says, Antoine, your very own Mayweather juicer guy. I can, confer, I can neither confirm nor deny that. Anyways, so under my tasks of assisting my boss, Len Weiner, I mainly, my my biggest job is being in charge of the board operators, the producers, and the interns. I do all the hiring and firing and all that stuff for that. This, I do the, the other thing I do is I do the programming schedule. Now, I do the programming schedule, but really what that means is Len tells me what to put on the air, and I, I type it, and then it gets sent out. So yesterday I got a lot of bleep because it's like, oh, Beast, you put yourself on. No, the boss told me to put myself on, and then I wrote it on the schedule and put myself on. I don't make the decisions about who does what show without the boss giving guidance or at least signing off. The other things I handle are automation with our commercials and what have you. Antoine and I do that. Antoine is uh, taking a big load off my back by handling a lot of that nitty-gritty stuff and done a wonderful job and really stepping up in a a great way uh, with our automation. I handle our satellites, what games are on, what does the satellite have to be programmed to, all of that stuff, I handle that. And aside from that, I'm really there here just to assist Len. Whatever he needs. Does he need promos written? Does he need this written? Does he need this done? Does this need to get taken care of? It's just a lot of administrative stuff, internal stuff that would bore you. But a lot of it is sending emails, getting messages out. Uh, On our company webinars, when when we have them once a month, they're always saying, be our megaphone. They pass down all this stuff that we have to know. I have to communicate that to the rest of the staff. So that's what I do. So, if you think like I'm the person responsible for Dan not wanting to do the local hour in July, you're wrong. The person that's responsible for Dan not wanting to do the local hour in July is Dan. He needs some extra time in the morning. Dan is more beloved at this radio station than anyone. This radio station is built on Dan and Stu. Whatever Dan wants, he should freaking get it. The, the, I can't tell you. How much respect we have for Dan and Stu and the entire lebertard crew, okay? Even though they've gone national and they're over in another building, like we we owe everything to those guys. So Dan said, Hey, listen, I need an extra hour in the morning. I'm not gonna do the local hour. If Stu Gotts is here, uh he'll do the local hour and you know, we'll try to get through. So the past couple of weeks, I was on vacation. What happened? Dan's not doing the local hour in July, and Stugatz took off. So we had to come up with a plan. So it's how to sa- it's how to do the best we can. I know I'm getting I'm getting the zzz, like the sleeping Z's on the text machine, but I feel like it's important to take you behind the scenes sometimes. So the last couple of weeks, we had to figure out what to do. And it was either make the morning show go longer or give you some sort of Dan and Stew via best of stuff. Now, myself, personally, I love the best of, not that I wouldn't love to hear Zazel, Romberg, and Amber an hour longer, I would. But I love the best of lebertard stuff because there's hilarious stuff uh, that, you know, we haven't heard in a while. So the lebertard crew did a great thing. They sent us a bunch of segments that we could use in the nine o'clock hour and the three o'clock hour because Dan didn't want to, isn't doing the local hour in July and Stu Stugats was off. Well, as it turned out, somewhere along the lines, we miscounted the number of segments that were needed. Whether that was an us problem, an ESPN problem, it doesn't really matter. We didn't have enough segments, which is why you heard Bud Grant three times. And it happens, and I'm sorry. So yesterday, we had a choice. We could either play segments you've already heard a million times, or for an hour, we put me and Romberg on because it's live programming, and it's better than nothing. Maybe. And a lot of you were upset at that. Oh, how could you put Beast and Romberg on in a lebitard spot, and earn? blah, 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 On the other hand, there was a lot of people that loved it that were like, whoa, live programming, not best of. Like, this is good. Anything's good. So, uh, people are texting in, best of is lazy radio. Um, yes, but you'd be like, what? there's all sorts of sales contingents and t- contracts, and there's a lot of stuff that goes into it of why we have to play a best of. I can't get into that. So, that's why Romberg and I were on yesterday. And I tweeted this out yesterday, and I'll tell you this now. I've worked with. Almost all of the South Florida radio legends, right? I've worked with Hank, Neil, the Mad Dog, The First Team, Joe, Defoe, Goldie. Uh I worked with Boog. I worked with uh Ed Kaplan. I worked with uh Sonny Hirsch before he passed away. Uh I worked with I've worked with everybody. Joseph Gack 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 Gacky, you wanna know right now. Um I've worked with them all, and there's no more pre- like pressure on my entire being than yesterday plugging in my headphones just before 9 o'clock, knowing I'm going to be on the air, my voice is going to be heard when people are expecting Dan Levitard. Like, the pressure you feel filling in for a legend or being on the, at that time slot is overwhelming. Cause you're never gonna you're never gonna satisfy people when you try to fill that spot. It's the same thing I filled in for Neil Rogers a bunch of times. How do you think that felt going to sit in that chair of the nine hundred pound gorilla with all my sound effects in front of me and all my bits to my left and I mean it it I mean just sweating just profuse sweating. Or filling in for the hammer, or filling in for Mad Dog, any of it all is is just a ton of pressure. And already, if you're in this business and you're doing talk radio for a living, you already probably have some self esteem issues. Like there's a reason why you want your voice to be heard, and I, you know, I that's why I see my therapist three or four times a week to get over this. But you already have problems. If you're in this business, like you're not sane, doing talk radio. Like if you're sane doing talk radio, you're not good. I mean, you could be utterly insane and in doing talk radio and be not good, but you have no chance of being good if you're just sane. You, the chemicals have to be off to be good in talk radio. So yesterday, uh, put a lot of pressure on. It's okay. It comes with the territory. We did the best we could. Moving forward, I think we have a great plan with ESPN to make sure that we have the right content, great content, so that you get your fix at 9 o'clock, at 3 o'clock, and in between. That's that story. Someone says, all you know how to do is kiss ass. No, that's not true. I know, uh, I know much more than just kissing ass. I can pucker it. Raspberry it. Okay, never mind. Only show that got away with using Best Of was Neil God. Yeah, because, I mean, I could go in my office right now and get the CD and just play the bridge tender, and I could listen to it 27 times, and the audience would freak out. All right, so that's that. that. We get that over with. Now I want to jump into topics. And here I'll I'll lead you into this one, and then we'll take a break and give you time to 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 hit it. And we'll 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 actually we'll put the phones on seven eight six three six zero seven ninety. I don't know how far I'm gonna take the chronics. My first show back from vacation. I don't know how much I want to take chronic radio today. So Jamba and Prozac, Ron and Bill. Like I don't know how much I can take of you today. Really, to be honest with you. So we'll see how much that happens. But I want to get into this, and I want to play Mayweather-McGregor sound. There's a ton being made about McGregor being racist and homophobic and Floyd being homophobic and this guy's this and this guy's that. Like, listen, you know this. If you follow me on Twitter, and a lot of you have dropped me because of this, uh, I am extremely liberal, born and raised in one of the most liberal states, despite being racist at times, in Massachusetts. I mean, the the area of Boston where I come from, the North Shore, that uh, is tiptoe through the tulips with your Birkenstocks and, you know, sit and look at daisies. Like, so, I would be the first person to, you know, uh, I'd be the first person to to to, to charge against uh, language that's not politically correct. But what are we discussing here? We're talking about two guys that beat each other in the head for a living. Like, what the hell do we expect? And Conor McGregor, Like, no offense to our sensibilities as Americans, but, like, he's from a different country. Not that that excuses anything, but, like, everyone in different parts of the world has different sensibilities of what is correct, politically correct and what is not. My guess is Conor McGregor's upbringing is a little bit different than some of yours. That doesn't excuse it. I'm just saying that's where maybe some of it is coming from. But the bottom line is this, it's like we're we're sitting here complaining and and going ape bleep over two guys whose chosen profession is to punch each other in the head. I don't know. Maybe it's too much. We play some cuts from that and get into that after this on the ticket. trouble uh, on the midday show because there's three of us and the way the mic configuration was um, and I'm deaf that my headphones were too loud and we were getting feedback on mics so I invested in expensive earbuds by Sennheiser you know they're a little bit better than your average you know like Radio Shack earbud. Is Radio Shack still open? I don't know um So I got these like broadcast quality earbuds, but the equalization in these are not like the the bass is not good. It's like, it's not as good of a, it's fine for just talking like, and I guess that's what it's probably meant for, but like the music situation doesn't sound good in these. Like I wouldn't want to use these earbuds at the gym to listen to tunes for the price that I paid. I mean, I ought to be able to get some bass or something. One would figure. Damn it. Um. Hi. It's the Beast. Saturday. How you doing? Doing good? Okay. Text line 67974 in the Cold Springs Automall Honda text line. Wanted to get into Mayweather McGregor. Ton of text coming in. Wanted to play some sound from yesterday. Antoine, can you uh, load some sound up for me? Where do we want to start? Do we want to start with the Irishman or Floyd? Who do you want to go with first? Antoine's making an odd face as he looks at the computer, which I don't know what that means, but it scares me. Whatever you got. L- l- let's, let's start. Let's just go. Hit the, hit the space bar.
1: What's your best man You know, little looks like a weasel. That You gonna do? You gonna stand up and do some? You sit down and shoot your belt
0: I love Conor McGregor, and it's because of this. This is why I love Conor McGregor. Wait, holy crap! I got an email from Ticketmaster. Because I have Guns N' Roses tickets, and they're like, yeah, the concert time has changed. It's now 6 p.m. You mean Axel is going to show up earlier? What? That's not happening. There's got to be some sort of opening band that was added. Because Axel is not showing up to a concert earlier. I've been through this with him. He doesn't show up earlier. I have to dig into that. All right, back to McGregor. Here's why I love Conor McGregor. Because he brings with him everything I used to love about wrestling. I don't watch wrestling anymore. Like if you're an adult and you still love watch wrestling, I, I have questions. That's neither here nor there. Like, I know adults 30s and 40s that still spend money to go to like WrestleMania. Like, I have questions. But that's okay. I, I have my problems too. But Conor McGregor brings with him like the wrestling hype mentality. All of that personality that we get, you know, when we watch the the wrestling, especially from back in the day, but he's a real fighter. It's not fake. Like, he goes out there and actually fights. And that's why I love Conor McGregor. Right? And that's why I love the personalities in the UFC. Or in boxing, because... I love the personality, but I love the fact that they actually go out there and fight. It's not fake. It's not staged. This isn't planned. This is fighting. Now listen, when we're talking about Conor McGregor and Floyd Mayweather, we're not talking about the, uh, the full picnic basket. We're talking about there may be a few sandwiches missing from that picnic basket. Right? I mean, they've been hit in the head. And generally speaking, those that choose to get hit in the head for a living may not be the smartest uh, apples of the bunch. Just saying. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe there's like some physicists out there that want to punch each other. But I'm just saying. So, what they say to me is it's not that it's inconsequential, but I take it with a grain of salt. What else we got, Antoine?
1: I oh Ireland. I run Ireland. Louder. Louder.
0: Louder. There's Floyd egging on the Irish hooligans who showed up in London to the presser. Yeah, good luck with that. Someone comes up with the text, wait a minute, you're saying wrestling is fake. Sir, it's totally real. Don't believe a word I said. Tobin's right. Vegas for this one and, and, and Tobin and Leroy are probably going to be out there covering this fight. The boss had to sit me down the other day and go, unfortunately, we can't uh, afford to send uh, you and Robbie out to Mayweather McGregor. Um, it's just going to be Tobin and Leroy. That hurt. I really did want to go. Think I could fit in one of their suitcases? Mm, Definitely would break the 50 pound rule. Uh, There's going to be so many Irishmen, hooligans, drunk, beer flowing at the MGM for this fight. I can't even imagine. I can't even imagine. We got a McGregor to come back to Floyd.
1: What's with these two juice heads you got? What the f*** was that yesterday? He jumped up and he shouted, Voltron, Power Rangers, and these juice heads can walk and stand them before me. Me! 40 years of age. Get your get together, my God. You juice head turkey and you juice head turkey. monkey. Imagine paying them fools the wage. You are a...
0: Hmm. Someone to interpret all the beeps? Now we're gonna get outrage. He used the term monkey. We're gonna get outrage. Of course, his defense is that... Man, I listen to rap all the time, so that defends me. Listen, like... There's got to be a point. I'm telling you, I'm the first person, person—not maybe not the first, but I am one of the first people to decry racism or homophobia or xenophobia or whatever it is. I'm the first person, not, okay, again, not the first, one of the first, to be out in front of that because it's something I take seriously, but you got a bunch of knuckleheads who punch each other for a living I honestly don't think there's intent there and it's it's, it's, it's show business with actual fighting better than wrestling it's show business keep going more I want
1: more we know how to take these foreign fighters and we know how to use them we some smart Americans and you right here running with a quitter, but I forgot you the pimp and this your ho.
0: You're the this your pimp and you're the pimp and this your ho. I don't know why we had a bleep ho. Eh. Okay. I don't know, man. I don't think Mayweather's gonna win the battle of the talk. With the, with the McGregor. Now listen, I'm hoping to get some sort of a paid like watch party situation for this fight where I can go get paid to watch the fight with y'all because I'm greedy like that. But if it comes down to it, I will buy this fight. I haven't paid for a pay-per-view event in 20 years since I was in college. Did you just hear the gurgle? Maybe it was a me thing. I haven't, literally, I haven't paid for a pay-per-view sporting event, I should say. Because I've I've done the, th- like, my son is, you know, when he was, like, two, was, like, crying to see, like, some, you know, Kung Fu Panda 17. And we just had to, I just had to pay for it at the time because, you know, you just want him to shut up. So I've done that kind of pay-per-view. But, um, I haven't done, like, a sporting event pay-per-view in, in like, 20 years. I am I mean, there's absolutely no way I don't watch this fight. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like, this is happening. If I have to pay, like, I'll pay. Now, granted, I'll invite 400 people over to my house and charge them. But still, I will pay. Antoine, you want to come over? Ten bucks. What? What? Okay, I'll give you a discount, five. I'll throw in some chips. You know what? For you, you're free, but you have to bring some chips. That's fine. We have more? Let's do it.
1: Mate, you're 40. Get that bone out of your hand like a kid.
0: More? Do we have more? How many more do we have? Let's make it two. Pick two good ones. One from each of them, if you can.
1: you the student. I'm the teacher! August 26th, I'm gonna take you to school! Make sure you bring your skill back!
0: That goes back to the other day when uh, Mayweather had a school bag and uh, McGregor dropped a, why do you have a school bag when you can't even read? So, I mean, it's a valid point. One more, McGregor, just to, just to end it up here.
1: Let's get it straight. Now over. Six weeks, I'm going to sleep this fool. And when I sleep him, I'm going to bounce his head off the canvas as well.
0: Whoa. No, you know what you got to play? This is what I want to play. Do you have the one where Mayweather says he owns the octagon? Because that one is the one that means something because McGregor calls for a rematch already.
1: You should have came and got me for the UFC if you wanted a real champion. I run the octagon. I run the ring. Me. And you say something else, I'll whoop your ass in the octagon. Yeah, when I spark you August 26th, I'm going to make you face me in the rematch in the octagon. And then we'll see if you're all talk or not.
0: That I would love to see because Floyd Mayweather would get killed. Like Floyd may win the boxing match only because uh, he doesn't get knocked out and McGregor may not have the stamina to last rounds, multiple and multiple rounds of a boxing match. But in the octagon, no no, nay nay. Nay nay. That would be bad for Floyd Mayweather. That would be very bad. Floyd Mayweather would end up dead or in a coma or at least uh having a bad day. Maybe needing a couple of leave for a headache, probably, maybe. Alright. So there you go. There's all the Michigots from yesterday. Are we d- we're done with the press conferences for now? Like, we- can we move on? All right, good. Wonderful. We got some breaking news in the NBA. We'll bring you that. And uh, a little bit of tennis news. And uh, I want to get your thoughts on the Heat. And uh, is this Jeffrey Loria ever going to sell this team into who? All of that after this on the ticket.